Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come join us at 10.30am every Sunday. Okay, now my dear friend Steve is going to come and speak. Are we on? Let me just pray for him first. <laughs> so, you haven't heard it yet. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Father, we thank you for Steve. We thank you for, for what you have done in his life, Lord God. And we just pray, Father, for your word to come. Power of your word to tell of your goodness, your joy, mm. your power and your mercy, Lord God. Lord, we just pray that you will bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Steve. Dave. Good. Everyone hear me okay? Fantastic. Um, I've, I've attempted to do this a few times, and I've <clears throat> written it down, and it always comes out clunky, but you know what? I'm clunky, and God's got the power, so <sighs> let's just see how it goes, right? Why do we get baptized? Why are we about to dunk Talia, <laughs> Harrier, and Rachel in a pool full of water in a church full of people? I thought Jesus had got rid of all those rituals. I thought, I thought they'd all gone. I thought they were all done. And so this seems strange, right? That we're still, we're still doing this. We're still doing an outward, an outward showing of our faith. What's that about? And, and Neil tells us all the time, it's Jesus plus... Oh, goodness me, Neil. This is why you... It's Jesus. It's Jesus plus... Oh, my, wow. I can see why... Yeah, yeah. Get it. <laughs> but Jesus asks us to get baptized. That's literally what he says. And it's one of those first outward showings that we have as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus. Matthew 28, 19 to 20. Jesus says to his disciples, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. We're not governed by rules and regulations anymore. Absolutely not. But Jesus has paid the price for absolutely everything. So, we're going to follow his word, right? Because we love him. The ultimate price that was paid for us, the least that we can do, is live or attempt to live or desire to live obedient to his word. What did Jesus do for us? So, <laughs> bear with me here. Imagine Dave's in court. Probably for the shorts, for his shorts. Imagine Dave is in court for those shorts, and rightly so. <laughs> I wasn't going to use the shorts, but you happened to, yeah, anyway. Dave's in court for his shorts, and the judge, so Dave's in the dock, and the judge is over here, and the judge righteously judges him for those shorts, right? Absolutely, let's be honest. I'm going to give you six months, six months in jail for those shorts. Agreed, right? I mean, it's not enough, but actually, six months in jail for those shorts. But then the judge comes from the bench, I think it's where the judge sits, and he walks to the dock where Dave is in his shorts, And he puts his arm around him and says, but I'm going to pay. I'm going to serve that sentence for you. And that's what God does for us. We are in the dock. And we are righteously judged by God on the bench for the sins that we've done, for the sins of man, for the sins of mankind, for, for who we are. God righteously judges us for that. But he sent his son from the bench in the, in, in the form of Jesus, fully man and fully God, to put his arm around us in the dock and say, but I'm going to serve that sentence for you. And it's exactly the same. I mean, you know, sin is sin and those shorts, it doesn't matter, but those shorts are far beyond. But, you know, 
<laughs> God even forgives those shorts, Dave. And what are we going to do with that information? So we've been righteously judged, and, and, and that penalty has been paid for us. So we're going, to, we're going to take our salvation and go, brilliant, thanks for that. I'll live my life however I want. That's sorted. It's done for. Of course we're not. We're going to live our life as an offering of thanks, aren't we, to Jesus for this ultimate price that's been paid for us. That's what we're going to do. And that's what Talia, that's what Harriet, and that's what Rachel are doing today. They're giving their first sign of thanks, their first outward showing of obedience. To the rest of us, they're telling the world that they have given their lives to Christ. They are telling the world that they've become newborn Christians, born-again Christians. They're telling the world that there's an outward showing of their faith. How amazing is that? And have we stopped? This is the first outward showing, but it doesn't stop here, does it? Actually, it continues from there. We should be continually outward showing our faith. Otherwise, how is there ever going to be new Christians? We go out there and we tell people about who Christ is. We go out there and we show people who Christ is. We try and live the most Christ-like life that we possibly can. Are we ever going to achieve it fully? No, because we're rubbish and we're human. It's impossible. But he's with us all the time. And Vanessa, her word this morning, which was absolutely wonderful, about that we don't use him. A loving relationship is a two-way relationship. We are not going to take what Jesus has done for us, what God has done for us, and just say, yeah, brilliant. Because that's not a loving relationship. A loving relationship is a two-way relationship. If I just took from hell, first of all, she'd kill me. You'd go mental. But it's not a loving two-way relationship. Our relationship with Jesus is a two-way relationship. Granted, he has the power. Granted, he is absolutely everything. And he's always there. It's only us that chooses to turn away from him. Phil talked about choices last week, actually, that God will continue that work through us until completion. And he, and he will. Absolutely. There's absolutely no doubt. Once we've given our lives to Christ, he will. He will complete that work. But we have that choice in our lives as to whether we use that or not. The same way we had that free choice whether to accept Christ into our lives or not in the first place. So why don't we? So it's actually a challenge to everyone out there who has given their lives to Christ to continually be outward showing who Christ is. We don't buy our salvation. Harriet, Talia, and Rachel are no more saved after this is done than before. It's just an outward showing. We cannot, there is nothing we can do to buy our salvation. You don't get a turbo salvation. That sounds amazing, by the way, but you don't. <laughs> or mega salvation. There aren't levels of salvation. Salvation is salvation. And they got salvation the day they committed their life to Christ. Belief in God and faith in Christ are two different things. Everyone believes in God. Everyone wants to believe that there is a higher power. Faith in Christ Jesus and an understanding of what he's done for us, two massively different things. The day that they understood that and the day that they gave their lives with the Holy Spirit was the day that they were saved. There is no outward showing that will save them anymore. It's done. It's paid for. But we do do outward showings because that's what Jesus has asked of us. To go out there and tell the world about what he's done. To go out there and show the world about what he's done. A loving relationship is a two-way relationship. In the prayer meeting this morning, Marion talked about walking with Christ. And I did a sermon on this recently. And the Bible says it over and over again. Granted, there were no cars then, so it wouldn't say driving with Christ. Because that... Oh, strange. Thanks for the laugh, Helen. This, (laughs) This is why I married you walking with Christ. And it's specific about walking with Christ. Noah walked with Christ. Enoch walked with Christ. And it says in Colossians, therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. And it's a walk together. 
isn't it? I mean, if I walked with Helen through the woods, do some wonderful walks in Derbyshire, isn't there, and we said not a word to each other, that'd be weird. It's a two-way journey. It's a walk together. It's a walk of faith with Christ Jesus. And when we use him and when we ask him and when we give our lives to him and when we talk to him on a regular basis, as you would do with a loving person on a walk, life's just that much better, isn't it? How often as Christians, and all the Christians that have been in this room longer than I have, I'm sure, have attempted to do something themselves and then a month down the line gone, I probably should have used Christ there. I probably should have gone to Jesus and asked him that first. I did it myself. We all do it, and we'll always do it, again, because we're too human and we're too rubbish. But he's there for us. He doesn't turn away from us. His face is right there. We make that choice to turn away from him. And if you haven't given your life, think about it. God came from the bench and came in the form of mankind, Jesus Christ, to come to the dock to judge us righteously for the sins that we have, our inherent sinful nature, put his arm around us and tell him that that price has been, tell us that that price has been paid. He will serve the sentence for us. And all we have to do, all the Bible says, is believe and repent. That's it. That's the start of the journey. Believe and repent. The Holy Spirit, we believe, will then work within you and start that journey as it's done with Harriet, as it's done with Talia, and as it's done with Rachel, and as it's done for many of us in this room. If you haven't given your life to Christ, why not? If you want to know more about that at the end, come and see one of us. Go and see Dave in his shorts. No, don't see Dave in his shorts. Go and see Phil. <laughs> Go and see Neil. Go and see Peter. You'll have changed by then. Other shorts? No. Nope. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> they're telling the world that they're a new creation, born again, reconciled with God. Baptism doesn't make you a believer. It shows the world that you already are one. Baptism doesn't save you. Only your faith in Christ does that. It's a symbolic to the gospel message. As Harriet, Talia, and Rachel stand in the water to be baptized, they're symbolizing Jesus dying on the cross. As they're lowered into the water, they're symbolizing Jesus being buried in the tomb. And as they're raised from the water, they're symbolizing Jesus rising from the dead. And what they're saying to us is that they died with Christ, they were buried with him, and now they're raised with Christ to a new life. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Take it on. If you haven't given your life to Christ, think about it. Think about the glorious price that's been paid for us. If you have already given your life to Christ, why aren't we outwardly showing who it is that we believe in, what it is that we believe in? Jesus asked us to do this. Jesus asked us to help those in need. Jesus asked us to proclaim his word. Let's go and do it. Let's go and look different to the world in all of our actions and our reactions. And I'm not preaching here like I'm perfect because I'm rubbish. More rubbish than most. Helen will tell you. Why aren't we outwardly showing to the world that we are followers of Christ? Not to gain a turbo salvation, although I'm going to patent pen that because it's amazing. (laughs) But because our journey with Christ becomes that much better and that much easier and that much glorious if we do. God will complete our works, will we'll, we'll, we'll continue the good works in us until completion. What a glorious message that is. It's absolutely amazing. And it's fantastic to see people giving their lives to Christ, outwardly showing today that they are committed to Christ. Their first outward showing of Christians. Harriet wouldn't be a Christian. Ultimately, it's all the work of the Holy Spirit. Harriet wouldn't be a Christian if it wasn't for the outward showing of our Christ through Alpha with Dave and, 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 and everyone else that attended that. To Leah, wouldn't know about Christ if it wasn't for you. Absolutely. 
It's an outward showing of our faith. They are doing an outward showing of their faith with Jesus. And let's celebrate it. Let's have an amazing morning. I'm just going to pray, and then we're going to do some dunking in the shorts. I'll just pray. Lord, we just thank you for this glorious day, for the beautifully simple message that you've offered to us, that Jesus came from the, from the bench to the dock where we were, put his arms around us and said he paid the price for us, for our lives. And all we have to do is believe and repent, Lord. And we just thank you for this amazingly simple message. If anyone in here hasn't given their life to Christ, may they think about that wonderfully simple message. We're not a commission. I don't get turbo salvation for this. So, Lord, we just thank you that it's there. It's there for anyone to take. And if we're followers of Christ and we're not walking in Christ, may we do that for everybody in this room. Father, we give our lives to you for this amazing thing that's about to happen. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.